0: Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed.
1: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Take your seats for a moment. I'm really just going to share one or two scriptures with us, and we'll pray. So if you don't know how to pray today, you will learn. Um, Yeah, today you will learn. There was a time, we would have prayer sessions every every night really from about midnight. Nothing really specific about the time. I think it helped a lot with discipline. The reason I say so is because if, if you believe the only time you can pray is zero two, then you'll struggle to preach to those who work night shift, right? Who are only free at 15. So at first, how I learned how to pray at night is because I, somebody wrote a document about how Satanists work <laughs> and that <laughs> if <laughs> zero 03 is a tough hour, so before they start doing their thing at zero 03, you should first pray. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble that night. And so maybe there was a bit of fear here and there. And as I got more enlightened, I, I got used to praying at different times based on the situation. But in particular, I loved midnight because I wouldn't have many distractions. And so I remember my routine very well when I was, in, when I was on campus. I would come back from school because I, I never stayed on campus. I would study, no, first, I would have some entertainment first, and then I would study. And then afterwards, I would pray, and that's when I would have my supper. So I kind of got used because there was very little distractions at that time. And I can tell you that today, this is for me personally, if I try to have a prayer session at nine, ha! the number of things that run through my mind at zero nine hours, <laughs> who's ever experienced that? We're 10 minutes into the session you remember that uh, your service unit's director has been on your case and you're supposed to send a report. So like, okay, the Lord will understand. It's it's, it's for the glory of God. As you're sending that report another pop-up comes. Pastor, it's an emergency. (laughs) Before you know it you know there are those people who when they call you can't ignore their calls. You receive that call you can't ignore. So I've still learned, for me, how to, like, just practice it, especially 01, midnight. For me, those are my favorite times due to availability. Also because I studied the model of Jesus. The model of Jesus was very interesting. There was a time I would usually go three, four, five, seven days, maybe no one has heard from me, and I just want to pray, and I don't want to talk to anyone. And my my wife is agreeing. (laughs) Yeah, when we were beginning our friendship, I gave her one of those, the next time you hear from me, seven days from now. <laughs> I'm with the Lord. <laughs> and one time, I was about to do that and then I heard God say, now you're not going that anymore. You'll find your people have built a calf. <laughs> he literally told me, you're not going to do that anymore. Uh, I've called you differently. I said, okay, so what do you want me to do instead? And then he told me, follow the pattern of Jesus. And when I studied the pattern of Jesus, there was a time he went away for 40 days and 40 nights. It was much easier to do that because he didn't have a ministry. <laughs> it, it's a bit harder, unless you've put in a very serious administrative system. It's a bit harder. After that 40 days and first 40 nights, the moment the ministry started, each and every single day, he went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil, for God is with him. But guess what the Bible says? He often withdrew to pray. And if you are to read the context, you'll notice that he used a lot of awkward hours. So what am I trying to say? We are living in a period where in case you're waiting for the day, you're going to stop being busy. In case you're waiting for a day that will not be demanding. A day that perhaps you can be able to just climb on the mountain for two, three days. It might not come anytime soon. If you manage to have one, praise God. By the way, there's not, I don't know why people make fun of praying on the mountain. There's nothing wrong with it. Some are just fitter than others. <laughs> So if anyone makes fun of you for praying on the mountain, just tell them some are fitter than others. Okay? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Don't ask me how many mountains I've been on. Because I'm sure someone was expect when I was telling the story of COL, I'm sure someone was expecting me to say, and then on the 15th day, Kanja was in the room. <laughs> and you know what I did? I even had a poster, which I stuck on my door. And the poster was written, Bethel. And I had one stuck in my, on my wall as well. Because I believed I would encounter God a lot. So today, I'm, I'm, I'm really encouraging us to be prayerful. But I want to talk about something interesting. I want to talk about tiring, Tarring in prayer. Tarring. Now, tiring also means staying. Staying also means waiting. So I want to talk about tarrying. Now, the manner in which God does things, there are certain scriptures you will see words like immediately. But there are other scriptures you will see words like suddenly. So meaning his response is not always immediate. But there is a moment of time which when he captures that moment, but that needs tiring tiring now for obvious reasons i've been doing a lot of studies on pregnancies <laughs> just cuz you know i'm sure you guys know i'm a very interested person i just love studying and it just happened to be one of the things i've been studying this year in particular and <laughs> There's a lot that I've learned. Some crazy stuff happens. Oh my God. You'd be amazed. Crazy, crazy stuff. I hope we praise God. Eh? Some crazy stuff happens. But one of the things that happens which may not be very crazy is there's what is called tiring. There's what is called tiring, as in there is some aspect of waiting. And then the waiting is not like you just sit here today and say, boom, I'm waiting. There are certain things that you have to do that improve the result that you're waiting for. So, so it's beyond. And, and in addition, some even suggest that you have to have the right attitude because it, it, it affects everything. But there's an aspect of tiring. There's an aspect of waiting. And it's something that many believers need to learn to do. Now, I know sometimes we read those statuses and those quotes of God doesn't want, uh, it doesn't matter whether you just have one minute and A, B, C, D, God understands. Yes, that God. Now, (laughs) the one in the Bible is very demanding of precious things. And there's nothing more precious on this earth than time. Time, listen to me, time is a resource even money can buy. No matter how much money you have, you can't say, okay, let me just remove some money and once I deposit it somewhere, I will experience 2015 again. Somehow, you can't say I will experience 2010 again. You can just have memories. But the fact of the matter is, time is that precious. And you know, time is so precious because, oh my goodness, you should remind me one day we talk about it. One of the things that amazes me about time is how a moment can change everything. Are you aware that a moment can change everything? Let me give you an example. There are friendships I had which were changed by a moment. As in, before that moment of time, where maybe somebody said something they shouldn't have said, or did something they shouldn't have done, the friendship was just fine. And then, for some reason, I can never press rewind and just go back to before that moment. As in, that's how precious time is. You can't buy it. And a moment in time can change everything. Like, a moment in time can change everything. Everything can change in a moment of time. I don't know if you're getting my point. You get on a plane to go somewhere. The moment you've gotten in, you've gotten in. You can't suddenly decide, ha, I'm not in the mood anymore when you're, when you're in the air. <laughs> Meaning, there is something you did with that moment of time. You used it to enter the plane. Yeah. Wow. So, the day you realize that, you understand why Peter could be, to- Jesus could talk to the disciples in Matthew 26 and say, So you couldn't tarry with me one hour. On any other day, listen to me, on any other day, even 10 hours was not going to be as precious as one hour on that day. Because that was the day when Jesus was about to be betrayed. And that opportunity was never going to come again. Imagine, maybe should we go to that verse? And let's just give a hand for the exhortation that we received. Praise God. Look at it in Matthew 26. And I just want you to see this. And this also dispels the argument that how long you pray doesn't matter. I'll tell you something very honest on my end. Apart from, of course, we're in fellowship with God the whole day and the like, but in terms of the formal prayers, if I'm very tired, I time it. As in, if I go below an hour, I feel bad. (laughs) I just feel like, no, look, I'm supposed to invest something precious, you know, like, like something worthwhile. You can't keep giving God two minutes per day. That has to come to an end. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't give your time to something, it's not worthwhile to you. It's not important. Many of us were following proceedings with regards to elections. As in you couldn't sleep for one hour. You sleep, you find things that were not there. And that day I realized that if people want to give time to something, they can give it. As in two minutes into a broadcast, the thousands we weigh. <laughs> and what I would do, I would like watch it on TV, and then I would have my phone for the comments. <laughs> no, seriously, anything that's important to you, you'll make time for it. Um, over, the, over the weekend, one of these footballers returned to some team.
2: <laughs>
1: and apparently... I think about if I'm not mistaken, I could have gotten the statistics wrong, but I think eighteen million people watched. Tell me if any of them will ever have an excuse before God for not praying. They found eighteen people eighteen million people found time. Hello, if they are proper football fans, it means they started watching from one hour before the warm-ups, the match, the interviews, and the fans on. and then they should tell God, oh God, I'm so tired, but I just thought I should say, I love you. What? No, no, no. If something's important to you, you make time for it. Were we in Matthew 26? Why do I feel like I'm hitting home? Maybe the gentlemen think they're the only ones. eh? Hey! Hey! If you knew... (laughs) If you're new, when a lady decides today, I'm interacting with my laptop. <laughs> and they find something worth watching. Their heart with which they can watch it with. You'd be amazed. I may not say much. <laughs> Go on your apps, on your settings for your phone ask it to tell you how much time you spend on Instagram.
0: You'll be amazed.
1: (laughs) I actually set it to tell me per day (laughs) so that I watch myself. So let's go on. Uh, Matthew 26, let's look at verse um, 42. Again a second time, first he had told them watch and pray, right? Then 42, again a second time, he went away and prayed saying, oh my father, if this cup cannot pass from me, Unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. I've been there. And he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Now, if you read earlier in verse 40, when he first found them sleeping, he said, what? You couldn't watch with me for one hour, in verse 40. And Jesus went back and said the same words. Now, very quickly on tiring. Let's look at two portions of scripture. Acts. Acts chapter. Let's start with Luke 24. Verse 49. Somebody say tiring. If you notice the first scripture that Tamandani started with. You won't enter the deepness of the waters with your first foot in. Who's noticed, even just like with a private worship session, it's not usually the first five minutes. Maybe you. (laughs) Sometimes it's not even the first 20 minutes. Like you may start your first, your first, I don't see anything wrong with the lights on stages. And you remember that text that person sent. Like, focus, focus, focus every now and then. And you remember that horrible football match you watched, (laughs) Fred. Focus (laughs) by the time you're reaching, Hallelujah! No, who's ever observed that? Maybe you guys are the holy ones who, (laughs) but if you've noticed, if you've not learned to tarry, you never really enter certain realms. And there are days, the entire Maybe you're praying an hour. The entire one hour, your mind was distracted. But maybe you're sowing a seed for the next day. Praise God. Yeah. Uh, Somebody would say, Apostle, what about if I'm having like a very, very crazy schedule and the like. If you're having a crazy schedule, let me just advise you on something. If the adventure, your schedule happened in such a way that you missed one day, try not to miss day two. Day two is usually the tricky one because you are telling yourself get used to this. Before you know it, it becomes easier to have an excuse on day three. Day two, even if you have to force a 30-minute session for the sake of your discipline, do it. If you have to do it while bathing, do it. If the only time you have to yourself is when you're in the shower, before you go, do it. If you have to do it while driving, do it. Just force it. If you have to cut your lunchtime in half, do it. Because the day you will need it, you need it close to you. Praise God. So now, Luke 24, 29. 24, 49. Jesus says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry, wait, stay in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Now, they were. someone would say perhaps the only context of this meant just sit and wait. I don't agree. Because there were so many people in Jerusalem at that time, but not everyone received. Acts chapter 1 and verse 4. Acts chapter 1 and verse 4. I want you to look at it. And being assembled together with them. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to... For the promise of the Father which he said, you have heard from me. So we can see look and Acts uh, are And one of them uses the words wait. Another one uses the words carry. Now the biggest question one may ask is, how many people did he say this to? Now, there is a chance that the number of people he said this to we are more than the number of people who received the promise. Why do we say so? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Let's we'll start from verse 4. And that he was buried and he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Uh-huh. And he was seen by Kephas, you know who Kephas is, right? Peter. Then by the twelve. Uh-huh. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. Over 500. Let's go back to Acts, now chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. What does it say? From verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come. Now the day of Pentecost was a feast. Pentecost was a feast, right? still is. And so people from different places had come to Jerusalem. So there were so many people in Jerusalem, but there were some who were in Jerusalem differently. Some were were waiting. Someone were, how can I put it? You can have so many people in prayer, but there are some who are praying a certain way. There are some who are crying out to God for just... Something else. Everybody else is just the normal, my car, my shoes, my what, my what. But then there are some who are longing for a move of God. There are some who want God to show them something they've never seen before. Now, nothing wrong with asking for your needs. But God also wants you to use this as a platform to get to know him better. Now, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. I want you to understand this. At this point, there was a a bridge between heaven and earth and in a moment of time, they experienced what would change their lives forever. It didn't happen per se, in the spiritual realm. It happened in a moment of time. Remember we talked about how important time is. So it transcended into a moment of time because in that moment of time, they were in the right place and in the right accord. That moment of time found them doing the right thing. So meaning, if one of them in that moment decided to be lazy and went out when they should have stayed, then they would have come back and heard stories. So in that moment of time, they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. And notice in the scriptures that there are certain things that happened in certain postures. Like, I'll come back to Acts 2. But look at Acts 13. And look at verse 1. Uh It tells us that in that place, there were many teachers and prophets, right? Verse 2. Verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said. It's, it's very deliberate that it happened when they were in a moment where they were ministering to the Lord and they were fasting. Somehow, God speaking about Paul and Barnabas' destiny as apostles had to happen in a moment of prayer. I've heard God in very random moments. Very random moments. But you will most likely get certain instructions when you're in a posture where you can pay attention more often than not the depth of what god revealed to our destiny will either be in or as a result of a posture of prayer go back to acts 2. are you being blessed are you being blessed somebody say glory Who's ready to? Now, in, let's see it from Acts 1, actually, verse 15. Because it's the background. Remember, we're the ones who added the chapters. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of disciples. Altogether, the number of names was about 120. Where did the rest go? How come not everyone was willing to tarry? Did he not appear to over 500 brethren at once? Tarrying. Tarrying. Every hand lifted. Step one, acknowledge the presence of God. Acknowledge who he is. To the best that you can, try to do it audibly. Don't feel intimidated because other people seem more prayerful than you. Do it at your level. Jesus said when you pray... Say, our Father, which art in heaven. So you stop by acknowledging him. Father in heaven, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you as a God who knows better than I do. I acknowledge you as a God who's got solutions for everything. I acknowledge you as my ever-present help in times of need. I acknowledge you as a God of justice. The God of righteousness. I acknowledge you as the God who fulfills his promises. Lord, I acknowledge you as a God who's worthy. By the way, if any of you wants to take up a different posture other than sitting, whether it's standing, whether it's what, and there are corners all over, you can be anywhere. I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you. Mild fact, fill up all the corners if you want. Lord, I acknowledge you. Make this very personal. I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you. You are great. You are mighty. I acknowledge you. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name hallowed be your name hallowed be your name hallowed be your name for those joining us who are praying feel free to just begin to pray Ashers, you can help me out with that if anyone comes in just tell them we're in a moment of prayer and they're free to join in thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you that at such a time such as this one i can have fellowship with you thank you that at such a time such as this one i can be with you where only prayer can
2: take you and only faith can keep you he says come oh to a place far away where only prayer can take you and only faith can keep you it says come with me to a place far away where only prayer can take you and only faith can keep you he says come with me to a place far away where only prayer can take you and only faith can keep you and come with me to a place far away where only prayer can take and only faith can keep you He's calling us deeper He's calling us further He's calling us yonder He's calling us to that strange place where you hear the oracles of God where you hear the oracles of God and where you know the secrets of the Lord where you know the secrets of the Lord so come with me to a place far away where only prayer can take you and only faith can keep you I will follow you that place far away where only prayer can take me and only faith will keep me there I will follow you to that place far away where only prayer can take me and only faith can keep me I will follow you to that place far away Where only prayer can take me And only faith can keep me Oh, I'll follow you to that place far away It's distant from the things of the earth It's that place where God is real to you. It's that place where nothing else matters. It's that place where everything else just becomes like rubble. Everything else does not matter. It's that place, that place God yonder. I will follow you to that place far away. Where only prayer can take me,
1: and only faith can keep me. Hey, kalabasanda kayabahai, shalabakasanda dahai, parabasunt aliebrehis, parabashod no do no nohus, de Malaba asun buhus Sha malaba has Sha malaba ba ba ba
2: ba hai Malaba ba 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 hai Sha malaba John says I was in the sp- on the Lord's day and the Lord said come up hither I was in the spirit and the Lord said come up hither come up hither come to the mountain so come with me to the place far away where only prayer can take you and only faith can give you it's like the rapture of the saints. I see. It's like the rapture of the saints. Being transported to glory. Being transported to glory. Go up a sandalaba ba ba Shela Baba ba le 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 le
1: the Bible says Stephen looked he was filled with the spirit he looked and saw the glory of God And Jesus next to him. At that point, heaven and earth, there was a portal opened, and he could see. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was like heaven is just there. There's a place God is taking us to. And I saw prayer transporting us. The transport of prayer. Prayer transporting us. It's a, player that only, it's a place that only prayer can take you. And faith keeps you. And faith keeps you. We're just about running out of time. Sing it with me
2: i will follow you to that place far away where only prayer can take me and only faith can keep me try to sing with me i will follow you to that place far away where only prayer can take and only faith can,
1: with one accord everyone, I will follow
2: you to the place far away, where only prayer can take me, faith can keep me, everybody, I will follow you to the place far away.
1: those who are watching. I pray over you that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth may God usher you to greater realms of glory. I pray for you in Jesus
2: name. Right there in your homes. I see the power of God coming upon you right there in your home. In the name of Jesus receive it. Amen.
0: service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on Zambia at gmail.com